Well, my first guest officially of the One Leg Up with Alex Garrett podcast, she has a leg up on the campus of Queens College as the chair for now, I believe, the third straight year, second straight year. And you might know her from the Henry Viscardi School. She's alumnus of both HVS and now Queens College. I can't believe I'm saying that. I feel like it was yesterday. We all grew up in that school. But Jessica Delonzo, holy cow. When did time fly, firstly? For real. I feel like I just started HVS and now I already graduated college. But you do have a leg up on that campus as the chair. So talk to us about that firstly, because I know we're hitting the fall. So what does it mean to be the chair? And as a reminder, you're now a chair heading into your graduate program, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So I've been the chair for two years now, um, since, so, since 2020. Um, my first year, I didn't have um, time to do anything on campus, you know, with COVID. We couldn't have in-person events. Um, but what I did my first year was more of advocating for students, whether they needed accommodations or just anything getting around campus. Um, online classes but my main job is basically advocating for disabled students on campus hosting um inclusion events on campus so this semester we have a lot of events coming up um on campus just highlighting different disabilities um our first event is actually for people who are hard of hearing okay very so, cool. Different events relating to different disabilities. Well, you know, let's talk about your story for a minute. Maybe those who are just joining us for the first time may not know who Jessica Delonzo is. I'm kind of talking as if you, the community already knows you, but for those who don't, talk to us about how you got to HVS and then the Queens College and, and sort of the things you've had to overcome and obstacles you've, that you've powered through literally uh, year in and year out. Sure. Um, I started HBS when I was five, so I went there from kindergarten to 12th grade. Um, it definitely was a great experience. Um, you know, coming from HBS, we're kind of put in a bubble, so transitioning from HBS to college was a bit rough for me, but I definitely wouldn't want to change my academic path, I think, going to HBS was a great opportunity. I made so many friends, met so many amazing people. Um, as you said, I just graduated from Queens College. I got my bachelor's in psychology and now I'm starting grad school. Actually next week, I will be starting grad school to become an elementary school teacher for very grade six. Cool. Now I know your parents are very close to you. So how proud are they that they even you got to see graduate high school and college. I mean, tell us about that for a second. Definitely really proud. I'm the only one that graduated college. So they're extremely proud that I was able to graduate and do what I wanted to do. Um, sure. Well, you know, Jess is very social. So to become the chair is not a surprise. But tell us about that integration into campus, because let's be honest. It feels like Queens College, as much as we love it, as much as we're proud alumnus there, if you're not involved, you may not be able to be social because that's kind of like involvement or bust, you know? So how did you get integrated and involved? And, and of course, with CDS as well. Um, 
So before I joined CDS, I was not really sociable on campus. I was still learning campus. Um, and I was really shy at first, you know, coming from HBS, a small school that now going to such a big school and large campus, it definitely was a rough transition, but then um, I met someone at CDS and they were like, hey, we're, we need a new board. Do you want to join the board? And at first I was like, that seems like a lot. Maybe I should start, you know, maybe secretary or vice president. And they were like, no, we want to have you as president. Wow. And I was like, well, um, so I thought about it and um, I ran an election. I was like, you know what? I might as well try to run for president. I was like, I'm probably not going to get it because nobody knows me on campus, you know. But I was shocked I got it. And as I said, this is my second year. Are you a are you a Queens resident? Like have you been born lived in Queens your whole life or Yes. I live not, in Waste. And you're very uh you speak your mind almost like a Queens resident does. So does that help you gain in in that world in the college world? Like the fact that you're able to just speak what's on your mind, does that help you? Yes, definitely. I mean Queens College is great, but it definitely has its faults. So I'm definitely advocating for what I need. And now I'm able to do that for other students as well. So. Now, I think we can both say it's amazing how small the world can be from Viscardi to Queens College, especially because that's the only one I really knew. But there, it's like everybody knows each other from both campuses, don't they? Yes, pretty much. I mean, you went to Queens College, there's a couple other alumni um but you would be surprised there's not many disabled people as i thought huh. you know you know do you have a stat on that i mean as president i'm sure you have statistics and whatnot so is there a stat that you have 500 members okay. but that's all mixing in with alumni so i don't have a stat on i'm in disabled per se and also our organization not everyone joins as well so there are more disabled students on campus. Well, let me ask you about that, because obviously I, I always thought that CBS, they were always out in the community, but you can take this beyond just the walls of Queens College. And I think that's a spark that they needed. So how have you done that? Because you just said you're in a social, yet I feel like you're encouraging kids who may not want to be involved to get involved. I think it's definitely hard. Like I said, I started once COVID hit. But it's definitely hard to get people to be involved. Um, we just had a barbecue event where we brought all the campuses involved. And that seems to be a good kickoff for the semester. So sure. I'm hoping everyone said that it was one of the best barbecues in a while. So I'm hoping that really brings all the campuses together. You well, know, even I'm the chair of Queens College, but I still work with you know other campuses and sure. how they run things to see how we can you know, so do you take trips over to different campuses to to see um no oh. unfortunately no um like i said i started with covid so oh yeah well i guess we're easing back into it all right i i also know that viscardi gave you a lot over the years so touch on that as a viscardi alumnus as well um Coming from Viscardi, you know, they teach us how to advocate for ourselves, which 
has helped me in Queens College. Um, but I think it was a lot harder than I thought to transition from Miss Gertie. Just because everything was handed to us, you know. Well, I remember the first week of college alone. It was like, whoa, I'm kind of by myself now. Like, your parents are out working and you just got to take care of shit yourself, if I, if I may say. Yeah. Right? So did you get overwhelmed right away? Did you kind of ease into it? What was the adapting like? My first day, I was definitely overwhelmed. I remember looking, Um, since you go to Queens College, you would know, but between Kylie and Powdermaker Hall, I remember sitting in the middle of those two buildings and I was looking out at the quad, which is you know, the main part of the campus. And I was trying to find as many wheelchairs as I could because I remember going in and I was saying to myself, I don't see any wheelchairs. Oh. It's so weird. You know, coming from Biscardi, you see so many wheelchairs every day. You feel like you belong. And I remember just not really fitting in at first, you know. I didn't have many friends my first year at all. It's really hard, but now I definitely have friends. You know, I made friends. I tried to push myself to join clubs, you know, make friends. And CDS has helped me as well because, you know, now I'm forced to talk to people and talk to other clubs and make Well, friends. what are your favorite clubs on campus? I mean, I don't know what's been there since I left. I graduated nine years ago. Jeez, I can't even say it. But uh, since I graduated, I don't know what's changed club life wise i mean i think they still have some kind of radio there but i could be wrong but what clubs have you been immersed in uh, in addition to cds i really work closely with the student association okay so i made a lot of friends through there so you know like is con and those folks even the the they kind of graduated but they were they sort of went into sa my last year and you know it was kind of a whole political thing i it is amazing that Queens College can get political. So do you try and stay out of that side of things or what? Yeah, I, I try to not get involved. Um, I do some of the budgeting too for the um, organization. So that gets a little political, but I mean, I try to stay out of it. I'm not really into that, so. Sure. Yeah, I know. I It used to be the last week of April, first week of May was crazy with election week. I don't know if that's the same there now, but that's. Yeah, so that's still the same. That's kind of good that, that that didn't change. All right, what about adaptive sports? Obviously, now we've got CUNY adaptive. We've got wheelchair basketball on campus and a CDS. I mean, and as a, a student that was on the Viscardi basketball team, by the way, for years, how does that make you feel to see it hit, hit the college life? And are you going to become like sort of a, I, I don't know if it's legal to say a recruiter, but, you know, someone to encourage, hey, you want to play you should join up with this program yes i mean i love playing basketball but unfortunately the cuny basketball team does not have um you know at Riscardi they had a two foot a four foot uh -huh. so um the cuny basketball team they only have i think it's a 10 foot or a 12 foot Something so, like that, yeah. i can't play um but i did watch one game last year which made me really jealous because all I wanted to do was go back on the court and play. Uh, well, tell us about that because I think you went from like really straight through into the final year of your year in high school, right? Yes, I played on the team for three years. Um, oh. And I stopped senior year and I miss it so much. <laughs> oh. 
Now they have alumni one, but unfortunately I can't go to that one because I live in Queens, it's hard to get to Long Island. So. Well, hopefully that, that gets fixed, but I know that that was one of your things. I remember as we're talking, I kind of remember that now more so um, than when we were talking on Messenger about this. I'm like, oh yeah, she played basketball. So let me get her take on it. Okay, but from the CDS standpoint, do they encourage kids to try and join or, or is there involvement? Is there a connection there? Or? So we haven't worked closely with them. Actually, I'm planning to do a lot more this semester. And oh. I want to check if we can get the Viscardi basketball team to come out and play. Um, I need to contact Ryan about that. But Yeah, Ryan's great. And he's connected both with Viscardi and Queens and CUNY. Yeah. In fact, the AD at Queens College, Rob Twibel, who got me my start basically there at the athletics department, was like, yeah, I'm going to Ryan's wedding. I'm like, who doesn't Ryan know, right? I feel like he knows a lot of people. He knows a lot of people. All right, we're making a lot of people's ears ring today with this conversation, that's for sure. And my next, the next person I want to talk about is Chris Rosa, because obviously we both Love knew him from the, from the Queens College days, and now he's president of Viscardi. I mean... What a bridge. And let's be honest, I feel like there wasn't that bridge to the college life when we were there. You know, now there's finally that bridge. Yes. I hope he connects more with colleges. That way the students could get more opportunities. Because as you said, when we were at Miss Gertie, there wasn't really any connection with colleges, you know. Well, my, my senior year actually I took a college course at Miss Gertie, so. I guess they were starting to bring that around too a little yeah. bit, which is great. Um, how was that uh, balancing a college course and, and your regular school workload? It wasn't too bad. I had a really good teacher. Um, so it wasn't too Well, you know, that's the one thing about Biscardi is they do have a good workload for us growing in growing up, right? So it just seemed like the workload increased in college. I don't know. That's just how it seemed in my view. How about you? Definitely, it definitely increased. I was shocked. Um, it, it it increased and got a lot harder than I thought. My first year, I was, you know, struggling a bit to adjust, but I did it. Yeah, you did. Now, uh, talk about your, and I know both communities want to hear about this, talk about your post-graduate life. You're going to go for your master's now. Yes, start um master's program at Queens College to be elementary school teacher, grades one through six. Um, and then hopefully go back to college to be an administration. Do you feel like, are the accommodations getting better or are there different accommodations in master's program compared to undergrad? Um, It seems to be the same. Okay. I don't know if it's because I already went to Queens, so everything just pretty much carries over. Um, how's your I, I don't know if you want to go into this but how is your health I know that you know we all kind of check up on each other with our health how is your health doing pretty good lately I haven't had surgery in a long time which is good I'm just trying to maintain my health school and work that's uh that is quite daunting when you get you know the nine to five kind of feel when are you on campus like what are the hours you're you're there um, this semester I'm on campus on Tuesdays and 30, Thursdays from 4.30 to 9.45. So unfortunately I have a late schedule this semester. 
which may not be a bad thing. And then you can work the rest of it from home, kind of, right? So with the CDS and whatnot? Yes. Very well, cool. the in-person with CDS. Okay. Well, I know Charmaine over there and everybody, you know, I'm sure gravitates toward you. Uh, not just because you're the chair, but because you're a really good person. So I'm sure you get a lot of people gravitating toward you on that campus. You know, uh, were you used to that kind of thing? Because you just said you were you weren't a social. So you're, were you used to people gravitating or what? Um, well, I mean, I'm at Sturdy. I was involved a lot with different clubs and stuff. Um, you know, I was a Scotty ambassador. Okay. I was on student council for a long time. So. Was used to it, um, but there was, you know, a year or two gap where I wasn't really involved in anything. Mm -hmm. But it took me a little while to adjust, you know. Well, when you think of this, you know, of going back to talk to the the kids that are there now, what what would your message be, or have you gotten the chance to talk to kids at Biscardi that are are going through high school right now? I've talked to some. I still help um, some of them with their essays or figuring out what college they want to do. But I think if I needed to say something, I would say, do what you want to do, you know, don't let other people tell you where to go or what to do. Do what makes you happy and what you want to do and don't let anyone tell you, you know, oh, maybe go to a community college or maybe start out as a job. Like if you want to go to a four-year, go to a four-year. Mm. You know, if you want to go to community, go to a community. If you want to dorm, dorm. You know, I think that's a big thing that a lot of people say, oh, like they shouldn't dorm. You know, it's going to be so hard. But if you want to dorm, dorm. Like, don't I like let's... that. So would you ever consider dorming at the summit? I mean, you're in Queens, so that's that's a bit of a... No. No. Waste money, yeah. I wonder. Were you ever considering out of, out of the borough, out of the state even, or was... Um, Queens College was my number one choice to go to. Um, I did want to go to NYU, but it's kind of far from my house. So it's kind of like on Eighth Street in the city, I believe, or something like that. So it's a bit of a trek. But you know, I know that Queens offers incredible grad programs, so I think you're going to do really well there. And uh, what got you into teaching? Was it the teachers at Biscardi? What what brought you into this realm? Every teacher's average party, and when I was in high school, I used to volunteer in the younger grades, so just volunteering and helping them made me realize that's exactly what I want to do. I kind of remember that, and that was like a click for you at the beginning, right, working with the kids? Yes. Well, last time I remember we were, it was at sports night, we were all sitting at the same table. That had to be like six, seven years ago, and boy, things have just changed since then, you know? But uh, tell me, well, yeah, sports night, of course, played a big role in, in both of our lives. But tell me about the connections after school. Like, are you still in touch with your class, with your classmates, with your friends? What's that like? I think I've maintained a lot of the connections. Of course, I lost some. You know, you just grow huh. up. Your own life just gets in the way. I still talk to some people, some teachers. Now, you know, Dr. Rosa's there. Yeah. Love him. He's great. So I think definitely now maybe more involved with, you know, HBS and connecting. Well, he's going to be the guy that brings us all back there at some point just to, to, to work 
you know, I don't know how it's going to work out, but I feel like we're all going to end up being that bridge, you know, and I think I'm inspired because I want to get the message about these communities out bigger and better than it's been. And we can both agree there's not much coverage and we got to fix that, right? Like that's, and I know you did some media earlier today. So how many requests are you getting to do media on, on your roles? Um, I don't do too much media lately. I've been doing more and more. Hmm. You blog, do you write? Do you, do you, what, what do you? I don't. Okay. Well, where can people find out updates about all of what you're doing and all of what CDS is doing and, Oh, um, my, and even the alumni world. My Instagram, Jessica.delonzo. You can follow me on there. Um, may start a YouTube channel. I don't know. Thinking about it. Okay. But, well, this has been really great. And obviously it's just awesome to see how much you know you you've accomplished in the last however many years and, and you're gonna keep going. So thanks for joining me on this episode. Thanks for having me. And I know we're gonna have a lot more to talk about in the in the you know months to come. So always free to come back and let me know what's going on. Let us know what's going on. Okay. I'm Alex Garrett. This has been one leg up with Alex Garrett and my guest Jessica Delonzo. Thank you. Remember, we're always adapting. Mm-hmm.